Amistro bin Hazarta. Antir I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. <laughs> we can just see how long she'll go on. <laughs> I'll drink some water now. Some breathing exercises. There's no oh, that, that, that's the celebrity news that I'm saddest about this week. I did, did you, cheered up Did you that. see this? Hmm. Kermit, Kermit and Miss Piggy are not together anymore. Dude, they break up and get back together <laughs> so often. I don't know. Well, they they do have a new show coming, so. That's true. So, okay, here's where I'm going to be a naysayer, is I watched the trailer for it, and I the trailer yet. It's, too, it's almost too adult. That's what I'm afraid of. Mm. And it really is. That's, really I mean, is. I, can, I can see that. But I like I it think that's treading the what edge of they want it to be the adult, but it, I think the, that's the, what they're aiming at. That, that swings to meet the feebles for me. Which yeah, I know, <laughs> I know it's not. I don't think it's going to go quite that far. Go there. Oh god, movies I can never watch again. <laughs> I, I've never seen it, don't, and don't, I don't. yeah, I'm good with that so far. It's. I had them on VHS. I had Meet the Feebles and um, uh, Dead Alive. Scooter and Heather love I like putting that movie on in the background. To just trick the unsuspecting. No! <laughs> no. It's one of the many reasons that I was like, I don't need to live with you ever again, Scooter. You are you are deeply wrong in that. You realize that when you're saying Scooter, since we were just talking I, about the Muppets, I know. what I'm picturing here. I know. <laughs> Welcome to Don't Read the Latin. Welcome to Don't Read the Latin. We are res- we're totally responsible adults. Made by responsible adults. Yeah. <laughs> You've got my father. I am not made by a responsible adults. <laughs> So let's start out this bad boy with, um, has anybody seen anything recently? I, actually, there, might, there yeah. might be people in the audience who are like, who the hell is this third oh, voice yes. that we're not used There's to, to hearing voice. on the podcast? <laughs> Hello, I am Jillian Venters from Gothic Charm School. She yes. is. She is. I'm Jennifer Lovely. And I'm Michael Montour. And, uh, and we, we are totally adults. We are totally, <laughs> totally <laughs> responsible <laughs> adults. And uh, <laughs> who haven't been drinking. I At know. all. Like, I have a oh, completely... Oh, you're I don't not, have my alcohol. You're not. No. <laughs> You need to be drinking. I need to be drinking. I, I have to catch up to you. I, I made him drive my car because I bought a margarita the size of my head and it was delicious. I didn't finish mine. I finished mine. <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud. <laughs> and it was it was very delicious. So I think that we should just jump right into of things that we've seen. <laughs> we just so need to talk about uh, what what? Oh, I was looking for one of my other coasters. It doesn't really matter. Okay. 
the, the table doesn't really need the protection, but since I own coasters, I feel like you feel obliged to, use to them. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so last Friday at my horror movie Friday he, night, he, 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 oh. we watched Let Us Pray, which I hadn't even heard of uh, until you, you you said, "Hey, we're watching this thing." Yeah, I only heard well, about it because she texted me enthusiastically the well, moment she. I take that back. You, you talked about it during the yeah, last yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. but I, I mean that I, was when I first heard about it. And the thing it was, is, it's like I loved the ending so much that I completely spaced off like how really good the rest, the rest of the movie, rest of the movie <laughs> is. Yeah, because I just rewatched it last night, and because my Blu-ray that I ordered immediately after seeing it at your house <laughs> showed like, on it's Sunday. ten dollars. We have to order it right now. Right now. So I watched it again <laughs> last night, and it is so tightly constructed. It is from a narrative standpoint, everything. Everything has its follow-through. Everything comes back. Yep. And it is just so beautifully done. Yep. And which one of you was the one who said that it is the most true-to-life spiritual successor for... It would be, uh, it would be on oh, the, the prophecy. prophecy. Yeah. And it is. It was so well done. Yeah. But the ending. The ending is just... Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's what makes it... That's my girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the point where, where the real husband, who had not seen it, turned to me and said... This is why you and Jen now consider this a comfort movie. And I was like, oh, yes. 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 Which is what we're talking about this yes, week. Yes, we are completely. Um, and you're going to get a little bit of insight uh, to the movies that we like that aren't genre. Uh, because it's mainly comfort movies. And along with that, we're, I, I plan on mentioning a bunch of like non-genre favorites of stuff that when I'm just having a bad day, I like to watch. Yeah. So you'll, you'll get a little insight into the, the non horror loving, the non horror loving Jen. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm sitting on a chair that makes noise. I should correct this. I very carefully wore skirts that don't make noise. I was so proud of myself. And did you wear your, your, your beaded necklace? No, yeah, I'm wearing, will clutch nothing I am wearing the quieter thorn <laughs> necklace that doesn't, Rattle as much. I I uh I, I am a pretty strict taskmaster. She's mean. I am. I'm at my my movie nights. Um, with comedies, I'm pretty open or classics. Where, but with horror, it's like I just really want to be frightened. So I I shush and <laughs> Jillian, I can't even remember what movie it was, but you you wore some clinkly 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 pearl necklaces, and I was like, and you will never wear this again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I have my alcohol. I have a chair that doesn't make noise. What else should I have done before we started the episode? Did you I, research? No. Well, <laughs> fuck yeah. I, 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 research? I, I, oddly enough, there, there aren't any lists online of movies that Montour finds comforting. Um, <laughs> Wikipedia, sure? get on that. Did um, you check LJ? I haven't checked LJ. Actually, that would have been a good idea. <laughs> honestly. Go back through my own posts. But, being, hmm. being one of the old school hardcore live journal users. So. Oh, I'm so, yep. yeah, I still pretty pretty actively do that. Um, so <laughs> I have gotten a swift introduction to an entire style of movie that I have never, I have not given the time of day. Okay. So back in the day when I first moved away to go to college, I met a bunch of friends and we would go to the video store when, when there were video stores and there'd be a huge group of us and we we're all, we're all under 21 and we would send like three groups out and we would go to find specifically, you know, and it's prime. It was right after MST3K had left like uh, public access and was becoming, you know, it was on Comedy Central. And it was getting becoming known. It was becoming very known. And so we'd find the worst movies we could find. 
and just and just call out and it was things the times when I saw movies like Monkey Boy. No. Which, which had long drawn out. Yeah. And Be um, cherish that innocence. Yeah. It was it was a movie where it had long drawn out shots of people looking solemn and you could kind of read in their brain. I actually slept with somebody for this part. <laughs> And now I'm sad, and I'm going to live with my sad for a long time. <laughs> and um... <laughs> I'll admit, I kind of want to watch Roman again. Oh, yeah. Roman? Gorilla with the robot head? Oh, no, 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 that, that's Robot Monster. Oh, that's Robot Monster. Oh, yes, yes. okay. I, I, but but Roman is a thing, too, and it's also like, like the Ro is, stands for robot. Oh, I'm trying to remember the one... That had the byline of God forgives, but I don't. With some like ass kicking priest. That's not just something you have embroidered over at your desk it at work. Might be. Okay. <laughs> it's not Night so, of the Lepus. I know that one. <laughs> so I have gotten a a, a, a a more recent introduction to schlock, and uh, and there is so much more laughter and funny in my life, and 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 due to that, I'm watching things like The Burbs, which is. So good. I remember enjoying it. And, I haven't seen it in And years. things like Josie and the Pussycats. How can <laughs> you not love a movie where the boy band is named Du Jour? <laughs> really? <laughs> someone who, as someone who studied in the music industry, that, mm-hmm. oh, that's and the then, best joke and then, and then Deep Blue Sea. Right. Killer, killer Sharks and Samuel oh. Jackson being a Samuel Jacksonist. Be- before he before snakes on a plane yeah yeah and before before oh god there's a double feature deep blue sea and snakes on a plane wow oh. yeah okay drink every time Samuel Jackson gets angry and, <laughs> and say goodbye to your liver wow yeah we should do this and I and I recently oh we went to see uh, Jillian and I went to see um the Muppet the movie, Muppet movie on the big screen and there was so many and tears. we sobbed oh so many, we my sobbed. my hanky was smeared with black eyeliner. <laughs> the, 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 only, the only reason that I wasn't with him is that I have seen that movie so many times that I have it practically memorized. I have it memorized yeah. too. It didn't stop me. <laughs> and the only reason my handkerchief was not smeared with eyeliner and mascara is because I coated myself in waterproofing liquid. <laughs> huh. And uh, I knew. Just like clear Krylon. It's much like spraying old school eyeliner on your face. Witness me. Yes. Shiny and chrome. Shiny and chrome. Right, which I still love. I still love. So Jillian and I go to this this naked lady spa, and they have a fifty six degree pool, which the other ones are like ninety six and one hundred and six. Yeah. So you go to the fifty six, and it's fucking That's, fucking cold. Terrible. Like, you really, get into it, this on purpose. It it's, works great to get rid of migraines. It works huh. because and, the sudden vasoconstriction. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. And, and I, I have like the entirety of my lower back is like consistently inflamed. So you yeah. go in there, and it like it's this it's cold. It's icing. And, uh, but yeah, I've started actually dunking, dunking myself, not all the way into my head, but, but I always like witness me as I go into it. And I throw my hands in the air and scream witness and Valhalla awaits you. Um, perhaps maybe when I am at the spa by myself and I am trying to convince myself to go into the cold plunge pool, I mutter that under my breath while I... I grit my teeth and go in. I, I do it in traffic a lot when people yeah. try to cut me off. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, you know. I'm starting to do it when I check in content for work. <laughs> when I'm waiting for the servers to update and I start muttering about I will ride eternal shiny and chrome. And it makes the servers run faster. Listeners, if you don't know what we're, talk, what we're referencing, it, it's, oh. it's Mad Max Fury Road. And if you haven't seen that yet, you, you go. really need to get really on that. Yeah. It's the most wonderful thing ever. It is so good. Um, is there anything that you've seen that we... Didn't watch together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Because I have Crimson one Fundamental. other one that I'm going to shit on. And, and, okay. Uh, I um, watched it unfriended. Oh. oh no, the, we we oh. are we are clearly labeled. I know. So so so, I, so I'm I'm justified in having assumed from the trailers that that looked awful. It's not good. Okay. It's not good. I mean, it's interesting. It looks like the den, but made by stupid people. It looked appalling. Yes, and teenagers, and it's it's it's. <clears throat> It is really, um, God, what other movie was it that I think I, I thought of as, as very, um, you know, demonstrative of, of ugly teenage relationships. Or it might have been ugly. What was the, oh, what was the one that we were talking about that was like about shitty female friendships? Jennifer's Body. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, Which I will be mentioning later. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my. But, um. Yes, we're going to be talking about Jennifer's Body. Hey. (laughs) And yes, I've made that joke before on the podcast. <laughs> um, but unfriended, there's parts of it that are interesting, um, but as a whole, it wasn't. And I've heard from a couple people. My goodness, um, I've heard from a couple of people that that really, really, really loved it. And um, it just it won my bag. The idea and looked it, really interesting. It wasn't good enough, and it didn't look like it was going to be well executed in multiple senses of that word. Yeah, I mean, for completely coming from a computer screen, the entire movie. The entire movie. I, I liked that idea, but yeah. I didn't feel There's a lot like of things that are interesting. Did you film a lot of it over Skype? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. like the whole thing. And it's all, I mean, the entire movie is on the computer screen. Literally yeah. the whole movie. Um, and uh, did you ever end up watching Maniac? I still haven't. I really think you should. I, yeah, I, I intend to. I liked the original. Yes. And, and I like... I like the, the original because it gave me the Joe Nick Spinell story. <laughs> Elijah Wood. Yeah, him. That um, guy. I think he started his own horror distribution company, if I'm what? not mistaken. I think I might be right. I could be pulling cool. shit out of my ass. It wouldn't have happened before. I'm drunk. I, I'm drunk and I might not know what I, I'm I, I still keep trying to convince her that for an April Fool's episode, we need to do one of it's just absolute nonsense where we're talking about movies that don't exist. I am here for this. See, I... I, I am here for this. I, I haven't been Bring Dad her. in as a guest. <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, my God. No. That would be awesome. Let's do that. <laughs> oh, no. You'd have everyone convinced these movies exist. Uh-huh. Yeah, <sighs> you say that like it's a good thing. All right, anyway, so, so Michael, what have you seen? What have I seen? Let, 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 let's start with the, the mainstream Schlockfest that I had the other day. Uh, where I went to see Jurassic World and Ant-Man under the hopes that between the two of them they might add, add up to be one good movie. Does the math work? Not really. <laughs> they, they, they were both entertaining enough. I didn't feel like I completely wasted the day, but uh, I feel like the actresses that were in them kind of wasted their days. That's what I heard. Yeah, and that was really frustrating is that, is that, that both of them you know, had fairly useless female characters. And Ant-Man, it's even more egregious. Okay, there's a good solid plot reason in this as to why the father is being, you know, ridiculously overprotective. Right. But it's really just straight up that that trope of, you know, you could let this female character do this thing that you're training the male character to do and it would be done faster and better. I have seen the important, like, what, minute 30 from Ant-Man from the after credits Teaser scene? Yeah. That's the only thing I really need to see. That was much shorter than, than I'd hoped it was going to be. Yeah. Honestly. I heard Ant-Man's fun. It is fun. I'll see it on video. It's fun. It, yeah, it, it definitely you don't need it. to run out. And... Actually, now that I think about it, I may not see it on video because of hijinks in our house with ants. Uh, <laughs> the real husband has developed a phobia of ants, much like my phobia of spiders. Oh. So yeah, then no. The likelihood of us watching this film is really low. 
Uh, Jurassic World was also fun, you know, despite the kind of throwback sexual politics to it. I, I was like, well, okay, you know, there's there's the other fossil that they're dealing with, apparently. Oh! Um, <laughs> but overall, I pretty much liked it. I think most of the people who, who aren't that impressed with it are expecting to have the same reaction to it that they did to Jurassic Park when yeah. it first came out. I mean, that, that's, like that's not going to happen. Yeah, guys. yeah. I was kicking myself because I had actually, I had thought, I had, there's a painting that was done of Jeff Goldblum's character, like, laying back with his shirt open, with his finger out, with a butterfly, yeah. a flit on the finger. And I was positive I'd ordered it. I'm like, where is my... Because I ordered it as a phone case. Because I was like, oh, oh, okay. I want it with me all the time. <laughs> and I like kept searching through. I was like, searching through my emails. And I think I... I Started it up the process to order it, and I never completed the sale. So oh, no. that shit needs to happen. You gotta seal the deal with it. Yeah, I gotta seal with, with, with Jeff, with Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Yes, I do. <laughs> when are we gonna watch The Fly? Oh, At, no. on the big screen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I am literally weeks away from getting into my new place where I will put up my theater screen again, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and there will be and happiness I, will ensue. And this is I, how Brundle Fly eats. I, I'm holding. Ah! <laughs> I, I'm holding out for Creepshow. That, that's what yes. I really oh, want. Creepshow will happen very on, very soon. I think that's going to be in October. Screen. I think yeah, we need probably. to um, put the list together of you know the the four movies that need to happen in October. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, I can't remember whether we rewatched this since the last podcast or not, so I don't remember if we talked about rewatching It Follows. No. Yeah. So we need to. Yeah. Um, it really held, I think, so I, 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 I don't want I to think I may have feet. liked it even better the second time. I really, really liked it in second watching. Um but I came with a lot of different takeaways in the second watching um, than I had in the first watching. Um, I I felt like the um, the lovelorn boy boy male friend, like I found myself amazingly less sympathetic to him, where because I think a lot of his um, I, I think I walked away with a lot of. Um, Oh my God, Milady! What what's that bullshit that goes around the um? Oh, the the white knight fedora yeah. no. boy. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and my inclination is not to punch that boy in the face. I, I I just I was charmed by him growing into his nose. Because I do, I love, I love, I love young beakish boys that, that look that, like they're gonna grow into their face. That and, doesn't and, excuse the the wide eyed verging on stalker. I'm your friend because someday you'll notice that. But I can save you if you throw yourself on my penis. Exactly. And I literally like in the second watching, like yeah, he seemed a little more slimy. I. I... I don't remember exactly how I phrased it at the time, but it was something to the effect of that I, I understood him too well to... to there was to, too much to, recognition for you to just, dislike him entirely. Well, no, uh, no to, uh, like him. Oh, to, to like him. Oh, to like him entirely. entirely. Yeah. yeah. And, um, uh, yeah. And my yeah. comment was, the last few times I had been single, there were... The, I knew the, many the of those boys. around of, yeah. I knew many of those boys. Yeah. And so, I, I think that, uh, yeah, I walked away. But the thing is, I think it still held up really well, and I think the... Um, there's just a couple of these films that have been set in Detroit that it's such a fucking love letter uh, to Detroit. Yeah. And, I, and it's such a wonderful... They practically make me want to move there, which yeah. doesn't make any sense yeah, at all. They, if you're an artist, free house. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But yeah. Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. 
Um, That's so pretty. But no, it was still really, really good. And I think that there are just a lot of levels of interpretation. It yeah. was really well that. done. I really liked it. And the and description of it as the, so the best urban writing. legend you hadn't heard before is so accurate. Yeah. The, the only negative thing I'll say about this watching, and I'm not sure if this was because I was seeing it with like a group of people instead mm-hmm. of, you know, in a, in a quiet theater. Yeah. Um, or if it was because I knew what was going to happen, but I wasn't as drawn into it this time as I was bit, the yes. first time. The first time I was I was totally present within yeah. the movie, and this time I was watching a movie. Yes. I wasn't absolutely yes. So, I yes. wasn't as drawn into it, and I this was my first time watching it, but I deliberately spoiled myself for it because yeah. the description and the trailer made me realize if I didn't spoil myself for it, it was exactly the sort of movie that was going to make me get really anxious. Yeah. So I deliberately spoiled myself. So I had a bit of that distance to it of, Oh, I know what's going to happen next. Oh, I know what's going to happen next, but I still found it really effective. Um, uh, okay. so just last night, uh, with a couple of friends, I showed them Haunter. <gasps> And, I and, Haunter. And, and, that's another one I want to show. Yeah, it, it's really good. Have you? I have not seen it. Seen, okay, yeah, we definitely need to show it. Um, it. It's another one where this is going to sound stupid, and I felt stupid having having the thought, but it seemed more predictable to me on a second viewing. Wah, wah. Yeah. Uh, but, but but it kind of did. You know, the, the it, first time I was like, "Where are you going with this?" And and yeah. and, and and this time it yeah, it feels like it telegraphs itself yeah. more than. But it doesn't uh, on that first view. Yeah, it no, really doesn't. It, it was it was good. It's, it's a, a, a trapped in a moment movie. Oh, nice. Where they're kind of it's it's kind of Groundhog Day. Where, okay. Where she keeps waking up in the same day, oh, and um, but they're trapped in the house together. Oh wow. And it's her and her family, and um, and there's just layers and layers and layers and layers upon it, and the um, the villain of a sense is played by Stephen McCaddy. Oh my God! If I'm wrong he on that, I'm just. Please beep Stephen McCaddy, which was from Pontypool. Oh, is it the same? Oh, my God. Okay, no, all yeah. right. Oh, Pontypool. Oh, <laughs> ah. uh, he was absolutely terrifying. But he was absolutely was, terrifying. Yeah. So, and uh, did you have anything else to say about Haunter? Um, it's really just good. And, I, it and I very much am going to show it. Um, uh, at, at, a, at a future movie night, because it just... I, Love it, and I love the um, I love the uh, time frame. It's set in like 1987 ish. Yeah, my senior. And, and yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like she's got like Joy Division and and everything Aww. on her. She, she's wearing a Susie and the Banshees T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh my elder girl's heart. <laughs> oh. I know. Um, oh, but yeah, I, I also realized. From from last night, this is a movie I clearly need to be talking up more because the friends I was about to show it, you know, we we just never heard we're we're, yeah. we're flipping. No, they'd seen it go by, and you know, yeah. Netflix recommended, and they're like, "Oh, really? This is good." And I'm like, "Yes, it's yes. good." And yes. yes, we're watching it well, right now. So much stuff goes by, and Netflix recommended that you're like, uh-huh. "Oh yeah, eh? really?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I am going to start off my very last of recent movies watched as, and and it is that uh, that jump into uh, comfort movies. We just recently lost Roddy Roddy Piper, and I literally only have one, maybe two wrestlers left that I loved from the period in which I watched it, from like 82 to 92 of the wrestlers. All of them are gone. All of them have died. Um, and and Roddy's death seemed very sudden, and uh, he'd, he'd had, I think, Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh, but at the point last year, he had been cancer-free, uh, and he... He died apparently in the middle of the night of a heart attack. 
and uh, I literally, I literally burst into tears at work because I, I loved him as a wrestler, and because of knowing of him, I watched They Live, um, and it never occurred to me that he wouldn't do it well because he just did, and. And I never examined it too closely, and I, I put it in to rewatch it um, recently. And a, a, a person I, I know online um, described the beginning of They Live as almost an art film, and it really is. It's so quiet, and everybody remembers. You know, I'm here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum, and everybody remembers the fight. But the the beginning of the movie is so quiet, and it's so filled with pathos of of him being optimistic about um, oh, yeah. of him not being able to find work and that and he'll find a way. It's just opportunity is just around the corner. Yeah. I have friends currently that have been unemployed for a year that are desperately working every day to find a job and they can't fucking find a job. And I have people that are losing apartments yeah. and being forced out of the city because they can't find anything in their price range. And people are, are being financially, I mean, it was worse a couple of years ago, but it is still very dire right now. And and it's really easy to forget that. I have not seen They Live since... I, since I saw it in the theater, I saw it on Thanksgiving Day on the, ah. because a bunch of my friends and I, we, we made a pact that we were all going to, you know, at a predetermined time, there was going to be the car pickup and everyone was going to ditch their families and we all went and saw <laughs> they live. So but it's, it's really good. And, and Roddy's performance in it is amazingly nuanced and quiet and good. And he's wonderful and, and equally intense and funny and and I will always say that the pro wrestling circuit develops people with really good acting chops yes because you actually have to be on top of your game yeah, to be able to com- convey the characters they play mm-hmm. all the the broad cartoonish arcs they do while having an incredibly difficult physical job yeah you you that can't is, be a lazy always actor kind of puts you in a, a bit of danger yeah you can't be a lazy yeah. actor and be in and, that and that's one of the discussions i had um i went to when i went to that that double feature outdoor movie because everybody that i was there with um has been wrestling fans you know basically 92 to current day and still watching it now and it is a very different world for wrestlers right now yeah um because there are a lot more foundations set up for when they get hurt Oh, okay. To literally not have them start because before you would have them wrestling on, you know, fractured vertebrae and 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 slip all discs kinds of and, discs and torn tendons and, and, and because they weren't getting paid if they weren't working. Yeah. And then their families weren't getting money if they weren't working. Yeah. And so they would literally cripple themselves. It's like it's like you know the uh, images you see of the ballerinas in New York where they're in wheelchairs in their sixties because they've destroyed their body. And, yeah. And and that's what you see with wrestlers where. They just, it is, it is such an extreme. They work until they fall apart because there's not another option. Yeah. So that is my beginning of comfort movies because I, there, there is not a point in time that I I can't put they live in and not love it. For, for my first entry into comfort movies, I am going for the absolute obvious cliche here. (laughs) I am, I am wearing a blouse with lines from the movie embroidered down the sleeve that I finished last night. And 
I actually have to check with Jen about whether or not it's considered it would be considered a horror genre movie because technically it should be, but in my head it's not, which is Interview with a Vampire. Because in my head it is I have seen it so many times and it is such a part of my brain, you know, the costuming and how lush it is that every now and then I will watch it and be taken aback by how brutal and how gory some of the scenes are. Where in my head I'm like, yeah. oh, and this is where Lestat eats the prostitute, ha ha. Wait, no, this is really disturbing. If I take a step <laughs> back and and view it with a not, I have this on in the background while I'm doing yeah. writing, but they actually watching it, wow, this is unsettling. Yeah. And when you stop to think, I mean, especially if you stop to think about the fact that Anne Rice, bonkers though she may be, bless her, <laughs> um, bless her heart, wrote this because <laughs> of the death of her daughter. And Claudia is entirely based off her daughter and this, you know, child who can never well, physically grow. Oh, yeah. Her daughter died of leukemia when she was like seven. And that is oh, geez. that is ow, what ow, fueled her ow. to write <laughs> Interview with a Vampire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not okay. So that's, you know, knowing that and then watching this movie and watching Kirsten Dunst just nail that character. She, she was amazing. It's astonishing. Beyond for years. Every every now and then, friends and family will be like, oh, God, are you watching your ridiculous Valencia Vampire movie again? Yes, I am. I'm like, yes, I am. Shut up. <laughs> having a bad day. I'm going to watch Lestat be really cranky and Louis set everything on fire. It's not like you're watching Queen of the Damned or anything. I have been known to occasionally watch <laughs> <laughs> For entirely different reasons, because I know it's incredibly stupid, but there are parts of it that are hilarious. I love Queen of the Damned. I do not. I cannot accept that as a version of Lestat. That. Sure. But yeah. Stuart Townsend playing a whiny rock star vampire? Totally sure. believable. Absolutely. I that wish they'd gotten a better band that. to do the vocals. Yeah. Who did the, the vocals? Cord. Oh. I, I wish it had been <laughs> placebo. Oh. Oh, if it had been placebo, I would have unabashedly loved that movie yeah. forever and ever and ever. Oh my god. But I, 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 I can't I, I, I can't hate <laughs> that movie if only for for the scene with the violin on the beach. The violin on the beach and the scene right before the concert when they're on Hollywood, when all the all the gothy fans are trying to get the passes and the manager is is trying to find the runaway girls that they can feed to Lestat and it's just though I, I, I the, also love come out come out wherever you are. Yes. I, yeah. I want I want the poster. So have I. And I, I remember all of this yeah. really oh, firmly. I, I, I want crazy. the poster for the Lestat album from, oh, yeah. from yeah. that movie. But one of my friends uh, has occasionally threatened to write a big metatextual fandom essay about how the movie of Queen of the Damned is a wonderful look at uh, enforced heterosexual tropes. Yeah. <laughs> because with, you've got Lestat and Marius, right. and it's like, oh, y you cannot convince me that you actually like girls. I'm sorry. And then the rest <laughs> of the movie. My vampire trashy I, movies. Let me spell, tell you about them. I, I actually have to backtrack some because before I can get get onto any any of my comfort movies, I do still have two more. Oh my goodness! That I, that I saw recently that uh, definitely do not count as <laughs> comfort Never again. movies. Uh, one of them, yeah, I would watch again. The other one, no. Um, the one I would watch again um, is uh, Creep. I don't know if you've I heard. I keep of hearing about Creep, but I. I kept hearing about it, so I decided to sit down and watch it. It's pretty amazing considering it's basically two guys in a house. Okay. Um, I'm not against that. You know, yeah, I like, no, I, I like I really, sets and, and I really think maps. you in particular would like this. Isn't it a pretty renowned director? Isn't it like... I don't remember. Okay, we'll keep talking. The setup of it is it's this videographer who, you know, gets hired by somebody to come film him for a day. <gasps> yes! Yes, and it's and the director who's playing. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's the director who's playing um, 
the the video the videographer. I like, think so. The cameraman. Yeah. Um, but the the guy that he's hired to film, you just immediately are like, I don't believe anything that's coming out of this guy's mouth. Because, uh-huh. you know, he, he sets up saying, you know, the reason that, that, that he wants to be filmed is that, you know, his wife is pregnant, but that he has brain cancer. And, so he wants know, to record, film, something, so record something for his future child. child. The first and, of a trilogy of creep films. Yes. Uh-huh. Which, I, I, I'm sad they didn't manage to pull this off. The original idea, apparently, was that they were all going to come out this year. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, in the nice problem to have category, after they filmed the first one, uh, both of their careers kind of took off to the point where they were too busy to actually film the next one. It's a nice problem. And I'm like, to have. well, okay, you know, I suppose I can forgive. Okay, you. fine. But um, <laughs> so, 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 Jan, you know that I don't uh, lock my deadbolt on my door. But you, you lock the door now. I, I did that night. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Cause, cause, I used to bust his chops because he would just not lock his door. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, well that, that, that was when I had this. a girlfriend who kind of sort of lived here in a stray cat sort of way, uh, who didn't have a key to the place, and I didn't have a, a, a spare key to give her. Um, so, yeah, I, I left it on just unlocked. So when I became attached in. to you, I, I, I pretty much demanded that you lock your door so that, you know, Somebody couldn't make way with you, and like yeah. then I would never see my my six again. And, and then horrible flashbacks to a housemate of mine who couldn't be bothered to close or lock the door. I just well, when I was living in in, in uh, Kevlar's house, <laughs> we'll probably cut this part, but that's okay. He didn't give me a key. He was like, "Oh, there's always somebody here." And we're like, "What that?" Okay, and then finally one night, of course, there wasn't anyone there, and it was was cold and raining, and I, I managed to jimmy open a window, and, and it was a window that, that I don't know why they designed it this way, but it opened downward, and so when I jimmy it open, it opened downward. All right, bam, crash, crash, tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. I'm like, well, we're in, and he was pissed about it, and I was like, if you'd given me a key, this wouldn't have happened, and I... he actually dropped it. Wow. Yeah. Because okay. he realized that he did not have a leg to stand wow, on at all. Wow, he was never one to drop no, any no, argument. Uh, he felt he was, well, okay. That was a name from our mutual past that I really didn't yes. need. Fuck <laughs> it, don't cut it out. All right. But anyway, speaking of creeps. Um, <laughs> nice segue. Well yeah, done. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well done. Yes. Um, yeah, the, the, as, as yeah, it was, it was, it was just very, very effective, yeah, and and it kept it kept surprising me. Well, good. Um, so I would definitely recommend and, and you check that out. What's the horrible one? Not horrible. I'm not saying it was horrible. A waste of your time? No, it's, it wasn't even a waste of my time. You just never watched it. But I can't unsee it. Oh. oh. Okay. Um, and so you know, there's that that local um, horror filmmaking collective, the October People, that yeah. I'm oh, yeah, yeah. fond of. Uh, well, they they picked up. A film that they didn't make for to distribute it. This, oh, is, this is the first wow. thing that they're that they are distributing is a movie called Found. <gasps> oh my God! With the brother? Have you seen it? No, I've heard about it and I wanted to see it. Okay, so okay, uh, okay. yeah. Okay, so you could do that. Maybe <laughs> um, it's a choice you could make. Yeah. So a brother is like going through. It, yeah, his it, it starts off with his room. Yeah, it starts off with with, with this has already happened. You know yeah. that, that he's that that this. The little brother is, 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 you know, alone in the house and is checking the, the bowling bag um, in, in, in his movie. big brother's room to see what the severed head in it looks like today. All right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't know that they'd had a part in distributing it. People are talking about that movie. Yeah, I can see why they're talking about it. And it it was it was very, very disturbing. Yeah. There there was one point I generally don't have a problem with gore, but there was one point where I literally had to turn it off for a few minutes and was debating with myself whether I was going to finish it or not. Wow, that's something for you. Yeah. And this was this was for a film within a film. Yeah. Cause cause they they, they show you this movie that, you know, the older brother had seen and you know the little brother watching it figures out oh this is where this is what you know inspired him well oh. fuck what's now i've seen it what's going to happen to me oh, you know, kind oh of, wow yeah a lot of layers there, there are a lot of layers to it so, so so it's very good but jesus but but yeah this film within a film was just i was horrified to find out that they have now because of fan demand made the rest of the movie and i'm like there is nothing redeemable yeah. about it, it, yeah. Apparently, IMDb likes it. No, I, um, people are really impressed with this movie. Okay. It, it it was it was good, but I, I you know I, I watched it yeah. late at night and was like, well, fuck it, I didn't need to sleep tonight anyway. Let's keep the lights on. Oh, um, yeah. I can sleep with the lights on. <laughs> yeah. So so I definitely towards like the last few scenes, I'm just sitting here, just like not okay, not okay. Los yeah. Angeles okay. Times said movies with no redeeming qualities are rare, but this comes close. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Already you know, then. I, I, I wouldn't. It, it, I wouldn't say that the, the movie as a whole had no redeeming qualities. The, the, definitely the the, 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 the meta movie. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think it had any redeeming qualities, but but yeah, the, just itself, the, yeah. the psychological exploration within it. Now the the main thing that I have to take points off for is um, the lead child actor in it yeah. is is pretty damn good for a child actor, but there are other children in it. Oh, that aren't. And, yeah, you know, yeah. It's finding just, good child actors is hard. Is I don't hard. know. And then also, why you, you set into, yourself up for that? Failure. Yeah, what you run into sometimes, just in in stuff that I've listened to with you know people who make movies, is that they'll invest a lot into getting good child actors, and then they'll just gather up all the adult actors from whatever local yeah. like playhouse, slash, right? You know, theater groups they can find, and then the 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 kids the don't town. have as much support. Well, that and they just—it's so uneven yeah. with the talent distribution on that. Well, um, crazy. That yeah, sucks. it was—it was good. I don't know it, if I—it's so funny to I hear this. I don't know this. if I'd recommend it to you or not. Honestly, I, you know, I—I'm um, trying to remember. I'm pretty certain I got it at one point, and just—you know—there's a lot of really, 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 really dark shit that I get that I've had recommended to me or I've heard, you know, I, I kind of refer to some things as spinach movies where, yeah. you know, you've heard it's a, a fantastic <laughs> example of something that you should see. And, you know, but it's just not something you're like, am I, am I up to seeing this right now? Am I looking yes. forward to watching it? Yeah. yeah. And you're like, nope. And back to Netflix you go. But, but see, you know, I, I really was kind of expecting something that was like the October people's rest of their, rest of their output. Yeah, you know, I, I know you've seen, yeah, I, I know you've seen seen one of their movies with, yeah. with the invoking, and it, it, really good. It, it it's good, but it's it's definitely a much more gentle kind of horror than this yeah. was. So I was expecting something kind of maybe along. Yeah, no, uh-uh. <laughs> no. This this was just straight out. We are making a horror movie and putting it in your eyes. Yeah. Oh, oh I wish I hadn't said that. Putting it in your eye holes. Because yeah. Oh, there's a the moment. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, anyway, yeah. Let's, let's jump back to me, and I will. Go <laughs> You're right. We, we, we've gone far too long without this being all about you. That's right. <laughs> Damn it. I'll throw something at you. Um, I want to bring up one of my absolute favorites that I was so happy because it got a Criterion release last year, and it's The Uninvited. Oh, yeah. Um, which is kind of a 
kind of gothic, romancy. It's it's the one where they the brother and sister buy the house. Oh yeah. And he falls in love with the the girl that was born there. Yeah. And whose grandfather's trying to keep her away from it. And there's a there's there's a haunting, or perhaps hauntings in the house. And I'd heard about this movie in a, a list of like Martin Scorsese's top 10 favorite movies of all time. And it, he had always listed this as a movie that, that frightened him terribly when he was young. And it's, it's sometimes it's more romance than, than, but for its, its effects are wonderful for its time period. And it's still just such a well-told witty, funny story. I haven't seen it in forever. And it's just wonderful. And I, it's just one of my, it's one of those, I had it on, uh, it was only available on VHS for the longest time. And it again, just got that Blu-ray criterion release last year. And I was, there was always a little part of me that was really frightened. And that movie specifically is why I bought the, um, uh, the software and and equipment to be able to rip uh, VHS. VHS to my computer oh, okay. because I was just desperate to never lose right. my copy of that movie. Right. So there you go, and I hand this off. Um, I know this is a comfort movie that you and I share, mm-hmm. which is Thirty Days of Night. Oh, I love Thirty Days of Night, and it's one of those movies where I don't like the ending. Yeah. Because I am I am totally pro-violent monstrous vampires. Yes. And so that long overhead shot of them devouring the town is one of my favorite things ever. And one the the scene of Barlow of the the king vampire. No god. I just when after my mother passed and I was seeing a counselor to deal with my my grief and my anxiety and it came for the, it was coming up to the day for my mom's memorial and we were talking about avatars I needed to keep in my mind for being able to deal with a lot of the stress. And one of them we actually came up with was Barlow. And my therapist was like, I would not recommend this to other people, but it seems to really work for you. I'm like, (laughs) yes, thank you. Let me go devour my enemies. I am, I'm uncomfortably attracted to Barlow. I, with the black, I'm uncomfortable with your attraction to to Barlow. Like the second time Pete and I watched it when they have the shot of him and his eyes are all black and his face is covered in blood and the pointy teeth and the, uh, Pete paused and he's like, you do not have a normal reaction to this. And I'm like, shut up, I totally do. What are you talking about? <laughs> My parents gave us the Blu-ray of that for our wedding anniversary one year. <laughs> they turned up on Halloween night, knocked on the door, I answered the door, and they're like, trick or treat, candy, we bring you vampires, happy anniversary. I'm like, my family accepts me. Yes. <laughs> but, but it's such a good film. I have it not is. seen the sequel, because I'm afraid. It's terrible. I need to give the first one a second chance because I expected something entirely different from it based on the trailers. Oh, okay. Uh, I I thought it was going to have a larger scope, but it very quickly yeah. turns into a group of characters in a house. And I was yeah, sitting yes. there thinking, I've yeah, seen this not, movie. Yeah. This is Night of the Living Dead. That's it, not what I signed up for. Yeah. Yes, but the so, way they portray those vampires those, the and vampires the Renfield are fantastic. character, all oh, the Renfield characters, but, so disturbing. But, but really that, good. That, that, that's another reason why I'm, uh, why I'm so disappointed that it's not the movie that I was expecting it to be because those vampires in the story I was expecting would have been amazing. That would be like my favorite movie ever. And, and the two things that really worked to just scare the shit out of me when I wasn't trying to throw my panties at, at Danny Houston <laughs> yes. um, were the vampire girl. <gasps> oh, with her Neubauten tattoo. Yeah. Yes. And also um, the the leading, the, the, the child. <gasps> yes. Through the town and having her cry for Having help. her be bait. Oh, oh yeah. that was and so well done. Really yeah. The only part of the movie I can't watch is the dogs. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. But yeah, the little girl is bait is so well done. Yeah. 
I, I, I will also say in its favor that that's one of the best Renfield figures I've ever yes, seen in a movie. she was amazing. Yeah. It was really, really good. Yes. Yeah, and just the amount of tension and terror that they built up just by having him talking in a jail cell was, and ordering was very rare, raw hamburger. Yes. Yeah. You know what's funny is um, I had really thought that we were going to be searching for things. I don't think we're going to go non-genre at all. I think. I think. We're oh, gonna I, be I've got at least good. one non-horror movie. Well, I have. I mean, I have, I have a title mention. of non-horror, but yeah. um, But I think we're going to be good on time. But yeah, we're up for you. Okay. If, if, if we're talking, if we're talking comfort movies. Um, if I'm really, really down and depressed, watching the last 15 minutes of Rock and Roll always oh, makes me feel better. I had that last song stuck in my head for, for days. I think for like two weeks. I was so angry, and it's hard to find. You can't find. Oh yeah, no, there's there's the soundtrack. There, there isn't an official soundtrack, and there, there is a, there will never be an official soundtrack because of licensing agreements. And, and there isn't a clear copy of that last song. You know, it, it doesn't exist. Period. It's so good, though. Um, but, I but love just, everything about that movie. The the yeah. the, the, the roller girl. Oh I, yeah, she's fantastic. Oh. But but yeah, it, it, it's that that last fifteen minutes of her realizing with this theme, and if I sang it up, I can sing it back. Is just this really powerful metaphor for me of you know taking charge of my own head demons yeah. if I'm in that bad of a headspace. And you it, too it, can it, wrangle your own brain raccoons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they want you to steal that guy's leg. It's still the best motivational piece of advice I've ever been given. Your brain raccoons are lying to you because they want you to steal that guy's leg. It is it is still the best advice I've ever gotten in dealing with them. Alright, my up. You're up. You're up. I used to throw this in all the time and I remember talking to you about it and having you look at me like you are not right in the head. That's probably true. I throw in I used to throw in the ring. All ah, the time. I you still, are not right now. <laughs> I still have never actually seen that movie because I've been told by people I trust that it's I will never sleep again. Pretty fucking scary. I will never Just, ever sleep again. You, you don't really sleep now, so I'm not sure what you're doing. I try now. to sleep. Oh, you try to sleep. Okay, all right. She likes putting that effort I like try, pretending that I can sleep, maybe. But this, I have been told that is a movie that even with heavy medication, no, I will just be awake and terrified. And, and I'm one of those people that I absolutely love the original and I love the remake, and I love them for completely different reasons. But for rewatchability, over and over and over again, I've seen The Ring so many times. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. So this is a movie for me that treads the genre line, mm-hmm. which is Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> because yes, the, yeah, of course the musical. Who are you talking to? <laughs> because I I have been known to you know walk around. It, okay, a I took it with me to go to one of my dentist appointments because my dentist has a DVD player and lets you play movies. And Dr. Ryan was just like, oh, whatever, fine, we'll do this. But, oh, that's hilarious. Okay, yes, right, right. Yes, cause... he made me promise not to try and sing it all during that, <laughs> during that scene. Because he's like, I'm going to have my hands in your mouth. <laughs> and I was like, okay, scary man with tools. But... When, kind of a sadist, isn't But before the Blu-ray release came out, you could only get the original ending on a bootleg DVD. <laughs> I've still never seen the original. I'll no. link to it in the blog post. We were okay. super, Pete and I were super excited to get the original ending because you yeah. know we love the idea of the stage play. And I now understand why they changed the ending in the movie, yeah. and I completely agree with it. Because in the movie, it is so much more immediate. You are so much more closely tied to the characters. You don't have that yeah. that remove of watching them on stage. That so in the original ending, where 
the, during the reprise of Somewhere That's Green, Seymour puts Audrey's body into Audrey 2, and everyone dies. After I got done sobbing hysterically, Pete stops the DVD and he's like, well, we're never watching that ending again. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but... But then I, the world gets destroyed, and that I part know, is awesome. I know. Kids, son, if you two young people could just stop singing just for a second, I just... <laughs> that movie will always make me feel better. That was one that we had a, a VHS copy of it um, in my teens, and it was one of those movies that we watched over and yes. over and over and over again. Yes. One of my more messed up comfort movies would have to be Hellraiser. <gasps> Because I find it very deeply romantic in kind of a one-sided way. And, well, a lot of my life has been deeply romantic in kind of a one-sided way. Uh, so, oh, you know, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, that, that just level of, yeah, okay, I can adjust to this. No matter what this is. Yeah. In, in order to be with this person, I, yeah, I will do this thing. Is just someday we will find the right monster girl with the right. I know. Sort of there's got to be one out there. If you're listening, you know, please, please <laughs> send your applications to Jen and I, and we will vet you. <laughs> yes. yes, I think that's probably wisest. <laughs> yes. I think that was the discussion that we had that there will be vetting. Yes. Uh huh. Because I'm not. I'm, there's Look, a lot. Once there's I a find... lot of ways to know time an adult. And 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 other ways that no. That sometimes Once I finally accepted that I wasn't allowed to choose my own dating partners, I got a husband. <laughs> There's go. something to be said for your friends actually choosing who you date. I might get a, a, a husband. Wait a minute. Look, we need to Would talk you about, like one? I can find one. We need to, to figure out the details of this. I can find one. We'll just find Does two. he have to be British? Uh, huh. I don't <laughs> uh, a movie that I've watched over and over and over and over again, um, and I kind of burgeoning sexuality imprinted is Fright Night. <laughs> That's why you can't understand me liking the uh, the new version. Yeah, yeah. Chris Sarandon, man. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I've been like, sorry. Sorry, yeah, no, Chris Sarandon. Chris Sarandon. Chris Sarandon. I, I, I like the new version, too, and I, I think they're both very, very different, and I appreciate that in a remake. Yes. Oh. I, part of the reason... Part of the reason I really like the uh, the remake is because of David Tennant's role as the... I love David, David Tennant. I fear I'm going that. to turn into that at some point. No, what's wrong with that? Without the drunkenness, perhaps. Midori. I mean, well, how drunk do you get on Midori? <laughs> yeah. But, like, his penthouse apartment, I totally want that. Black leather outfit. I can't see you wearing the pants, but... <laughs> no, but okay, okay, give me a full ball gown skirt. It's a hilarious mental image, though. Huh? <sighs> oh, well. <laughs> but I am on the humor, and, and it's scary, and and it's just a wonderful movie, and I've never stopped loving it as much as I did the first time when I saw it at 14. I, I was so glad when you showed it. That was the first time I had seen it in years, and I was yeah. really, really afraid it wasn't going to hold up to my memories, and it, and it totally did. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Um, yeah. One of the other things that I really like about it is that it doesn't necessarily give you easy answers. You know, yeah. you never really find out what exactly his little man friend is. Other than he turns to goo. Yeah. 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 And I, I love the uh, inference of this, This, I, and I think that's part of what makes him so incredibly sexy is is it's very omnisexual. Yeah. Um, and that's, I don't know, it's hot. <laughs> Anyway, 
Well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. <laughs> I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague. I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist 167 <laughs> times, and it, it keeps on every time. Yeah. Each and every time I see, see it. it, not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy. <laughs> what do you think? You think I'm qualified? I have on my resume, my actual resume I send to people who I want to employ me. In my freelance section, it says freelance bioexorcist since 1988. Nice. And the thing is, either managers ask because they don't know what the hell I'm talking about, or they get it and they know exactly who they're getting when they hire me. Yeah, I, I kept thinking when we were watching The Others a couple of weeks back that that was what they needed. Was, yes. Was a, a good bioexorcist. They needed a good bioexorcist. Yeah. And the other day at work, someone mentioned it on one of our phone calls about Jillian and her freelance bioexorcist, and one of the guys said, Jillian, what are your qualifications? <laughs> I rattled that off. And that person is your new best friend. And our, and our VP was like, don't ever question her. Don't ever question her. I Oh, I love I love her sound is just like blocked. Spike, spike, spike. spike. <laughs> it has gotten to where I cannot watch that movie if Pete is in the same room. Oh, because yeah. he has hit the point where it's like, please dear God, don't make me watch it again. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think we regularly like do the, you know, I've seen the Exorcist 167 yes. times and it keeps getting funnier every single time I <laughs> Which watch is why it. I'm so filled with trepidation about the sequel. Yeah, we'll see what I happens. I you know, I just I have hope. I don't want to. But at least they didn't do Beetlejuice Girls Girls in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, that was the original proposed. Sequel. You 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 don't know about this. Yes, this is this is the, the parallel universe we narrowly averted. Um, oh, it, it's like it's like in Pontypool after they break the world. Yes, <laughs> yes, very similar. And it turns into Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yes, this was the original proposed sequel. The, the more I watch Pontypool and watch that ending, I, I realize that I'm kind of okay with that being the fate of the world. If, that, if it's like that for everybody. That and, then everybody land, walking around. and then we land in Tarantino land. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> running around be, be, being cool and badass. And I don't want to live in Tarantino land. I will have a very short life expectancy there. I don't want yeah. that. <laughs> no, no. You, you'd be one of the vampires from, from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, oh, good point. See. Which, another guilty pleasure. Oh, me. yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely it is. Um... I, I still envy people. Every now and then I hear about somebody who saw it without knowing that, that it turns into a vampire movie. And that yeah. you oh, did not know. Oh, my God. I went and saw it and having no idea it turned into a vampire Oh, film. that's wonderful. Okay. So, yeah, we're sitting like, there. The we're like strippers. For you. Stripper. Vampires. <laughs> I think I really did throw my hands up in the air at that point. And that's probably true. I'm trying to remember. Isn't there a movie that's where the we best were just like, yes. I can't uh, yeah, yeah. Other than the ending of Let Us Pray. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that very Tell me I look though. beautiful. <laughs> By the fire of the world burning down around us. <laughs> Such a good movie. Um, let me see. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> um, and that would be a whole nother, like, not so much the comfort movies, but those movies that you're never deliberately going to put on. But if they are on television, uh, actually, they live is one of those for me. Yeah. I, I I never set out to rewatch it. I, but okay, I, so here I'm going to throw the, the what was the name of that movie? The the jazz hands movie. It's let course. No, no. It's, I'm sorry. You say jazz hands. I immediately go to an MCR place with, with the, the, the the cheerleader. Oh oh, um, bring it on. Bring it on. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I have it's a Roadhouse. If I ever turn on, if I'm ever flipping through, <laughs> Sam Elliott, man, like, 
right after I'm done throwing my panties at, at Chris Sarandon and and uh, and Danny Houston, like whatever panties I have left are, are being tossed at. <laughs> I'm just giving you a and, drawer. And, I, yeah. I have a drawer. I've got panties. She's and, got lots of drawers. And, it's all yeah. Let's now. <laughs> I know a comfort movie you should mention. Oh. Because we mentioned it at dinner about it's going to be on everyone's list. Oh, Nightbreed. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. That, that, that's... At least two that of you are getting right. Midian-themed tattoos. I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting I'm getting a Midian tattoo. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm probably not actually getting one. The one I was talking about, you know, With planning and wanting, I was going to get that if I'd made it into the anthology. Oh, get it anyway. Get it anyway. Uh, yeah, maybe I should. Get it anyway. That, that's definitely been... been it's not so much a movie as a place. Yes. You know? And see, the and thing is, and yeah. why I didn't necessarily put it on my list is because I've, I've never been comfortable watching it over and over again because it's too precious. Right. No, it's I am under- too precious to me. I and, understand that. And, but, and I, I feel like getting the tattoo, getting, I'm going to get, there's two wrist tattoos I'm going to get. I'm getting, I'm getting no with a period and I'm getting Midian because... To me, it, they're both examples of me getting to live my life to its fullest, of, it, of, of making my own monstrous choices and getting to say no to, to anyone who tries to force me into yes, a cubby. Exactly. Um, and, and that is very much a very active choice to, to live my life entirely for me for the first time in my life. It's a, it's a very active goal to where I'm putting... <laughs> You're putting your own choices first. Yes. So anyway, and I get out, that, miss get out of my own way. My own yeah. Way. <laughs> and now, now the the official, well, not official director's cut, but the the correct version is of it a, has been released and is available amazing. now. It makes it's such a huge difference. Yeah. It really, yeah. For for one thing, the female lead character is actually a character who a has character. her own arc and her own. Not a sweater walking yeah. around. Oh, yeah. I I still wish someone would make a mini series based off the actual novella. Yes. Yeah. I would love to see that. Yeah. Because I would love to see more of everyday life. In and Midian. I still would have loved to have seen. It was so primed for a sequel of of their journey. Well, yeah. the the novella is so primed for a sequel, and we yeah. never got it. Yeah. Were you at my reading where I, yes. where I read the... Okay. Yes, I was. All right. Amazing. It was really, really good. I think you should have gotten into the anthology. I, I, I agree with that statement. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I've known two people in the anthology. Yeah. Um, I, I actually had... I, I know I've mentioned one of the, the Nightbreed tattoo ideas I've had, which is just, just the, the, the Midian the gates gate. with the M and the cross, because it's just such a strong visual. But the, the other thing that I've been tempted to get from it is just the, the whole quote of everything is true. God's an astronaut, yes. odds over the rainbow, and Midian it's is where the monsters, monsters live. live. Yes. Yeah. Since be... I am big into text-based tattoos, yes. that's one that's yeah. occasionally rattled around in my head yeah. that I want to get. Because in my head, that is always the completion of having Midian on me. Because yes. it's right. where the that's monsters live. Yeah. And in some ways, for me, Midian and Nightbreed integrate seamlessly with the Ray Bradbury short story of Homecoming. It's all the same thing. It's what one that is. It's the yeah, I must have read it's it, but... the family reunion on Halloween night. Oh yes, yes, yes. The one that is it. It is my family. Yeah. yeah. It is exactly yeah. 
And so for me, the idea of Midian and that family are just, it's all one whole. We are very, we are very Adamses with a Munster offshoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to point at my arm and what's, what's that other text? Yeah, oh, Ad, the Adams Family 1 and 2 or both. Yeah, they're both on my comfort movie. Again, movies I can recite. Yeah. I, I was, was happy to point out to you after you got that, that tattoo that they never say in the movie that it's Latin. Latin. Yeah, they never say that Sic Gorgiamus yeah. Subjectatus Nunc is actual Latin. Yeah. They just say so, it's their motto. It yeah. was hilarious when I went and got this tattoo because I took the text in and I showed it to my tattoo artist and he said, okay, everything is spelled correctly and this says what you want it to say, right? And I said, it's complete garbage Latin. Yeah. And I know that. And he's like, okay, I'm just making sure your garbage Latin <laughs> yeah. is spelled it's right. what you want. Yeah, exactly. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah, my garbage Latin, which is also going to get tattooed on my body. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Family, family motto. Family, yeah. But yeah, I can I can recite both Adams Family movies because I've Debbie. watched them so many times. And I love Debbie. Debbie is a perfect addition yes. to the family. If only if she only, gets things done. If she like only accepted her monstrousness and accepted yeah. the yeah. family would love her for who she was. Yeah, she could have been. Don't I yearn and shop? <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so talk about movies that, that you always get drawn into. Uh, I was out at the Mercury the other night, which is our, our, our local little goth nightclub that often has movies playing yeah. um, with, with you know the subtitles on. And they were playing Labyrinth. And I was like, well, I was going to sit and talk to people, oh. but I guess that's not going to happen. You know? So I, I, I just sat and watched the entire movie with, yep. just with no sound and subtitles. When I used to go to the Mercury and they would put Legend on. And the entire club would come to a screeching halt for the dance dress manifestation <laughs> scene. We'd all go, ah, and then we'd go back. What we're I doing. am still so proud because there are things that I've tried to get. I, I was very sad because I tried to get Tecla to watch the Muppets. I tried to get her to watch the show. I tried to get her to watch the movies. It just isn't her bag. She's not interested. And and she'd be like, I don't really want to watch this. So I was I, I was like, I desperately want to show her Labyrinth because I think there are pieces of this that she's going to like. And I put it on and I didn't say anything to her. And she was off doing other things. And she watched these. She's like, are we starting a movie? And I'm like, I'm starting a movie. Well, I don't think I want to watch this. I didn't put this on for you. And then I just continued doing things. And she started at the back of the room and literally just, and by the time, was, like, at the furthermost couch directly in front of the screen watching it. And I was like, success. <laughs> David Bowie. David Bowie speaks to everyone of every age yep. and every gender. Yep. David yes. Bowie. <laughs> do you want, yes, I want, yes. 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 What do you mean? Let me give you my younger brother. Let me give you neighbor children. Let <laughs> me give you my entire family. Can I stay? Okay, I'm staying. Yeah. My when I saw that in the theater, Dad took me to see it in the theater, and he was like, at the end of the movie, he was like, "So just so I'm clear, if David Bowie as the Goblin King appears and demands family, I'm like, oh yeah, you and Mom are toast." And he's like, "Okay, <laughs> right. I figured no, just wanted to make sure." Did, did, I, did I ever tell you my, my sequel idea? I, 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 no, it, speak to me of this. Um, it is that in about ten years after. Toby is having a, a birthday party, and and Sarah is tell, telling his friends about you know this, and he gets pissed and leaves and, and confronts her later. It's like, like you're always bringing up this stupid story from when I was a kid. Like it's like it's like you think it happened, and you just keep embarrassing me with it. And I wish the goblins would come and take you away. Oh, and he has to go after. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Yes, no, at that point, Sarah would finally be smart enough to go. Okay, okay. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, that, that's no, actually no. part of the conflict. Is yeah. her, her, you know, realizing, do I, do I want to stay here? I'm a bad person, so I'd be like, no, I'm staying here. <laughs> the hell with regular everyday life. I can be the concert of the Goblin King. I'm <laughs> sold. Me up. 
I'm fine with that. <laughs> and of course, the joke is because Pete has done so many pieces of art, goblin-based art for Magic the Gathering. I did marry the Goblin King. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, going on to uh, thirteen ghosts. Oh yes. We brought it up a million times. I- I'm planning on showing that for October. Oh, Yay. October. It's so perfect. <laughs> we had a, a Jim and I had a big discussion last night because he's he's while loving Halloween thinks it should remain in in October, and I'm like fuck he's that. No, he's wrong. <laughs> I said I'm like I hear he, he, he's I, right, but it's October now. I don't I know how he doesn't realize it. Almost October. Do, do you yes. hear the sound of ministry off the? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like um, no, it's July. July is it's almost it's almost yeah. October. Yeah, my my daughter, who I have obviously like, she is my daughter. It has been like infernally hot, oh. like uncomfortably too hot. We live in Seattle for a reason, and it's not to be that warm. And the in the other day, thankfully, it was a little bit cooler because she put on her long sleeved orange and black shirt with its sparkly jack o' lantern on the front of it <laughs> with her black tutu. I'm so proud. I know, and and and. <laughs> And she picked this out after I'd already left for work. And I guess was like, I'm wearing this to school today. Are, are you sure it's going to be? I'm wearing, wearing this, this to, to school. school today. <laughs> I'm so proud of that child. I'm so <laughs> proud of that child. Um, but yeah. I, I, I have been loving the, the, the many memes going around on Tumblr on, on this variation of just yeah. the replies like, it's Halloween. It's, it's July. July. It's, it's Halloween. People are using that now as a tag on Tumblr and are tagging them yes! back. Here's the stuff I have found at Michael's, at Ben Franklin, at Joanne's. Costco. Thre- Costco. Threat level pumpkin. <laughs> it is happening. But so since uh, uh, since Jen is getting ready to move and has a ton of things going on, she's not going to be hosting Friday Night Horror, horror Movie Friday uh, for, for uh, throughout August. So I, I, I have picked up that... that that banner and the the that's what I I've labeled the the Facebook invite is October. Yes. And I'm, and I, as soon as that, that popped into my head, I'm like, this is just every year from now on. Yes. You know, October. We, it is October. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just yeah I'm I. There's so much joy that has been sucked out of this year for me. Oh, no that, kidding. <laughs> that is an understatement. Yeah, but I am like, I feel like. It's just on this this countdown to joy. Yes. Like I am so happy right now, and and I feel like there is just there's just this bounty. I'm waiting looking for forward me. to what the version of the family trip to the pumpkin patch will be this year. Yeah, me too. I think it'll be good. <laughs> and we may have a Cambriel with us. She may be coming Aww. out for it, which would be great. But yeah, so Halloween. Fuck yeah, Halloween. Yeah. I'm hitting craft stores this weekend specifically to I really want that giant skull. I will price that giant skull at Michael's <laughs> for you. I will. Because so, all the Halloween merchandise. Yeah, you know, I I think I've already covered thirteen ghosts a billion times. So let's We have go talked on. about it before. Yeah. But but yeah, we we, we we love that movie. Oh man. Um I still want to live in the house from it. Can I talk about interview? I did oh, talk I talked I talked about interview, but we can talk about, and the movie that you swore you'll never watch again, um, oh, God. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, no, I thought you were going to say Gothic. Oh, no, Gothic is its own, oh, my God, why, but it's, it's I such a... I fucking love Fuck Gothic. that movie. I have the movie novelization for Gothic now, and it is better <laughs> And you have the, the DVD. Movie, and I have the DVD. But, no, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Well, do, do you listen Coppola. to the soundtrack while you read the book? Because yes. that's the only way I can think, think you I get I the whole... But you know what I think I'd like? I, I think I would like 
Bram Stoker's Dracula in the background. It, and also, it is... Oh, because yeah. it's beautiful. It's and, so beautiful. And having it on, because I, I have an actual movie screen. Right. Seeing it up there is gorgeous. While I'm doing other things, best way to see that ever, because then I'm not like... Beating over the head with Keanu Reeves' attempt at a British accent? Oh, it just sits so long. Yeah. It's just so long. Bite your tongue. Bite your tongue. It's so pretty. <laughs> I mean, I could do without the eternal love throughout the centuries, reincarnation, blah, blah, blah. Because I'm kind of a Dracula purist in a way, and I I really want Vlad to be I, a monster. But I I'm, I'm not a purist her, for, be along those lines. <laughs> so I, I love that about it, and and and, and, it's and the honestly, best I feel like I've seen. Yeah, and and honestly, I feel like it was kind of inevitable that someone do that with the text, and so that yes. kind of gets it out of the way. Yes. You know. Well, the thing <laughs> is, no one's moved on from that. Yeah. Every okay. right. every version of Dracula that comes along in novel, short story. TV, what have you, it all follows that same path, and that's why I'm tired oh, of it. Oh, that's a spoiler. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to see someone do something else with it. I would like to see someone do Anna Dracula. Yeah. And oh, do it well. Yeah. Because Kim Newman. Hooray. It was embarrassingly many years before I found out that Kim Newman was a guy. <laughs> I um, I honestly only knew because Pete had met him at Fair UK enough. Comic Art Convention. Fair enough. See, uh, near dark. <gasps> the roadhouse. That's that's definitely yeah. That's definitely one that, that well, I can put I'll on and feel. Well, throwing panties. That's, <laughs> that is a comfort movie right up until after the motel scene. Well, that's when the movie ends. Well, yes, yeah. it is. We keep odd hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just so good. It's... When when Catherine Bigelow won the the Oscar for the Hurt Locker. In my brain, I'm like, and this is the long delayed Oscar yes. for Near Dark. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just so good. Where are you? Hmm? We're showing Near Dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember how that happened. I don't there remember how it was. a holiday. Oh, yeah. 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 Thanksgiving? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, something something threw off my, my time sense. Yeah, like I'd completely forgotten that, yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, I had, had the, the opposite happen to me uh, the other day when, when I brought uh, Anna to your your, your horror movie night. Because mm-hmm. we, we'd arranged that a couple of days before, and on Thursday, she texted me, like, where are you? I'm like, uh, um... And, and she's like, well, it's Friday, isn't it? I was like, no. And, 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 and she sounded so sure that I had to check. Oh, you know? <laughs> I'm a freelancer who works from home. I have no sense of what day of the week it is anymore. I, yeah, is this I, the day I get up, or is this the day I sleep? I, Those were the same for me. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't have a job currently, so so all days are days that I sleep generally. Yeah. Actually, that's that's been so true lately with with it is with the with the heat with, with oh. dur- during weeks when it's been particularly hot. I have I have taken just siestas. Yeah. Just just. It's yeah. exhausting. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have, I mean, I, I have one other movie I have to mention because it, it is one of those movies I have, again, I can recite, I saw something like 45 times in the theater when it was out because it hit the dollar theater near my neighborhood. And so I could just walk there and go, Lost Boys. Ah. Uh, the soundtrack is so good and it's still so quotable and the movie is just awful. <laughs> I love in that. my head, all the vampires live. That, that Lucy yeah. Lucy accepts Max's offer. No, there, there, there's an episode. Is, is movies where our headcanon differs from... Oh, yeah. yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> or where you have an entire backstory. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, that, that, I can't remember if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast before or not, but but talking about you know stopping watching movies early, but um, that's what uh, our friend Miranda always does with oh, with, with Carrie. With Carrie. You know, oh, yeah. when, when, is there, when, when it hit, hits the point where where you know she's crowned, you know, prime queen. Like, oh, what a good movie! Stop. Yay! Stop. Yeah. yeah. And and that just yeah that charmed the hell out of me when she first told me about that. But. <laughs> no, that makes sense. No stories where you have elaborate you know backstory and canon for yeah. what's going. Yeah, I, the day I discovered happened. that there was Lost Boys fic on Archive of Our Own, <laughs> that was a lost couple days. I was just like, I'll read everything. <laughs> I I remember though when uh, when the sequel came out and it was awful. There's a sequel. Yeah, I know. No. And, but there was a a scene um, that. I don't remember if it was an after credits or if it was a cut scene where they had thought about doing it as the ending where one of the, he showed up as a vampire and I was like, that would have been better. The only reason I want to see the sequel to Lost Boys is apparently the, uh, the wacky aunt who takes them in is their aunt Jillian who knows about vampires. (laughs) That's That's the only reason I want to see it. One of the things that kind of cracks me up about it is that, is that the soundtrack has a terrible cover of crying little sister on it. Wow. And, I, and, I, and I was like, well, of course it does. <laughs> wow. Talk about songs that should never, ever yeah. be covered. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's not wow. good. Actually, I've heard good covers of it. Yeah. I have. Oh, I can't, I, I can't doubting, think of... Doubting Jillian. I, I mean, it, 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 you know, it's nothing like that That church's cover. Oh, of, uh... <laughs> the cover of Bela Lugosi's Dead, where oh, both, my of you, God. both of us just recoiled into the seat that from was the credits. Hilarious. Yeah. But, but, oh, that was, oh, that was the, the end credits for Vampire, Vampire Academy. Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was shockingly cute. But It, it was adorable, yeah. yeah. But yeah, when that cover I, of Bella Goes line, came up. The main line that I still remember from it is, and now for the obligatory cafeteria scene. Yes. <laughs> I actually. It was a very it. self-aware little movie. I was, need to watch that cute. again. I would watch it again. I think uh, I would. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I, I can think of others. I can this just is, ramble about variations of Dracula, the movies from. I'm a little tired. Are you a little tired? To stop at Fred Meyer. Oh right, okay. go see that. Well, this, is, this is running a little short for one of our episodes, but. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could just start burbling about the bombast of Joel Schumacher's Phantom of the Opera, and how that's another movie I'm not allowed to watch when <laughs> my husband's in the room, but that's because he hates Andrew Lloyd Webber with a burning passion. That's reasonable, I suppose. But I see, the reason the movie is such an ideal version for our household is that I can turn the sound all the way down, and he doesn't have to hear any of the music. Oh. And I can go look at the giant pink dress and the huge fur boa. And... Actually, you, you you just remind me what one of my more recent comfort horror movies is, and that's Stage Fright, <gasps> which does fake Andrew Lloyd Webber better it's than anybody. So well, so well. <laughs> I wish you'd liked that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do love the opening scene. Oh, yeah. Because that is everything that's wonderful about fandom and everything yes. that's wonderful about going to cons. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I tear up at that opening scene. I still have to show it to the fabulous gay stunt husband. The problem is, yes. he doesn't do horror movies. Yeah. He is not yeah. a horror movie fan at yeah. all, so I'm basically going to have to talk him through all the gory parts, which is, you know, the entire movie. But he'll <laughs> love the musical parts. He'll love, you know, why am I even talking to you? You're an alto. And <laughs> He's so good. Cabin in the Woods gets occasionally thrown in for a comfort movie for I me. I love Sleepy Hollow. <gasps> Speaking of, so I found Walken's head! <laughs> I will check the bin of action figures at home. You're, you're going to have to explain that now. <laughs> <laughs> so, a 
you can't just throw that out there. Oh, okay. And thanks for coming. (laughs) Have a great night. Talk to you in two two weeks. A couple of years, well, actually, like, gosh, this is pretty Didn't you hear, like, four years ago? Okay. Or? That was when we moved to the oh, new yes. office. Okay. So, probably, like, eight or nine years ago, my friend Chucky gave me a um, Hessian action figure from the, what was the The Todd McFarlane yeah. Monsters yeah. of Filmland. And what was great is it had a removable Walken head, and it had the skull head, or you could just take them off, and it had, uh, it, by the hair, it had two heads that he was carrying, and, and it was just wonderful. And when I moved to the new office, I lost the Walken head, and I was devastated because I can't find that figurine and I found ones that were similar but they were over like a hundred dollars and I've never just had that kind of spare money for for the one that wasn't the one I loved because that one is really really good and I just shifted something and Walken's head just rolled out like it does and I was like surprise (laughs) look what you found and now you carry it around in your purse. And now it's in my purse, because the rest of him is packed up. Sure. I, I, I will check the bin of action figures, because we actually have a stupid amount of those Todd McFarlane. No. I mean, we've got some of the Hellraiser. We've got some of the wow. the Demons of Clive Barker. Oh, yeah. yeah, we've got a bunch of those. Um, there was a while when you were buying ridiculous action figures at the comic store. You, you actually reminded me of a couple more, since okay. mentioned your friend Chucky. Um, uh, Bride of Chucky is definitely a a, a movie that I can can pop in when I want. I just want it on on in the background, or if I need to be cheered up, just something because it's just a movie where clearly everybody made it was having so much fun that that it's infectious for me. And another one that's along those exact same lines, and it's another one that I'm I'm probably going to show for one of the the October nights, is uh, Freddy vs. Jason. I love Freddy vs. Jason. So much fun. There's, I mean, and the thing is, is is for being silly and schlocky and this wonderful homage to, to both series, I remember the scene where they're walking through the hospital beds, and all of a sudden, they all of them sit up and all of them point. Yes, and that's fucked up. That's really well done. The, yeah. the other thing that really surprises me about it, despite how you know funny and tongue and cheek it is, it's a very respectful to, version of both of those yes. uh, a, uh, franchises. Yes. Oh, it. it you know, there, there's some fairly deep cuts from the the canon yeah. of, of With, you know. and oh, and the scene of 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 him running through the cornfield, leaving the path of flame behind yes. him. Yes, yes, weirdly beautiful. Really weird. <laughs> I'm glad you're going to be showing that during Halloween because I'm because I'm going down to California for around. Halloween. I'm going to the Halloween Horror Nights oh, yeah. at Universal Studios, and they always have a Freddy Jason mix. Nice. They mm. always do. Yeah. More importantly, they'll have a Crimson Peak maze. Oh my god, and I may not come home. You may not come home. You're just going to live there. Yeah. Oh, I, I know one, John, that, that's probably on both of our lists. Yes. Critters. I love Critters so much. <laughs> I have not seen that in forever. <laughs> I might have to show it. It's so good. Except the last person I showed it to, they were just like, I'm never getting that time back. I'm like, <laughs> They're like, no, this, no, this is not amazing. This, this, this kind of reaction is why I haven't mentioned Houseu this entire episode. Although that is one of my comfort movies. I. You're a very special boy. I love you. That's true. Yeah. Yay. 
I'm loved. <laughs> I love House. Yeah. With William Katz. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. And Richard Mall. Very different movies. Um, non-genre comfort movie for me: Practical Magic. Oh. Because I'm going oh, to be. Oh, I love. I'm going to be the aunt when I grow up. Kind yes. of genre. Is it? Again, I, I, I can't tell. Oh hey! I love practical magic. I, I don't I, like in that house. Oh, we all want to be the aunties. I know a, a non-horror comfort movie that I have, and that's Galaxy Quest. Oh, best Star Trek movie ever! It is. It is. Yeah. It really is. I think even Will Wheaton has said that. Yes. Yes, he has. My oh my! I don't that was the movie that when we saw it in the theater, the people in the row behind us leaned forward and said, "Miss, could you stop laughing so loud?" <laughs> I had that at Hot Fuzz. Oh, yes. Where, where I went to the crest and the old people got very, very, very angry at yes. me. Um, <laughs> uh, I am just going to throw out my non-genre um, movies in a rush uh, because there's just a ton of them. And uh, I love I love old classics, um, but my favorite of the Thin Man movies is After the Thin Man, uh, which I watch over and over and over again. Which one um, was that? That is the one uh, where it has Jimmy Stewart. Oh, yeah. And uh, who was amazing. And Joseph Kaya, yes. who is from Malta, who more panties thrown at him. Uh, Victor Victoria. Oh, uh, I've never seen that. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, James Garner. I just, I've had a crush on him uh, for Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Yeah. Julie Andrews. Um, Horrible romances. I love You've Got Mail and Notting Hill and oh, Betsy's Wedding. Notting Hill. Um, silly comedies. I love The Imposters and Oscar. Um, I love both of Charlie's Angels movies. They're so stupid and I don't care. I absolutely love them. I love the the, the creepy thin man. Oh, the, the, Chris, that's, that's Chris Crispin Glover. Glover. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what and I was I love, about to mention. He I love was amazing. The, I love the, the the burgeoning romance between him and and Drew and Drew in the second one. Where she's like, I could go with this. <laughs> um, I love, um, and in kind of less comedic, um, I love uh, Big Mu- Big Night, with Stanley oh. Tucci, and and um, uh, I love um, a classic favorite of mine is Marty with Ernest Borgnine. Um, I love movies. Oh yeah, you've talked about that. One. I have. Yeah. I, I love movies, um, and and I used to like um, the original Rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those movies I've lost the taste for. It's <sighs> Marty and 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 Rocky have a similar theme where they're they're men oh, yeah, like in their thirty, yeah, but yeah. in their they're they're past their youthful prime where they think their chances are, are gone. But I've lost my love for Rocky because it's rapey. Yeah. Oh, well, um, okay. Kind of like how I've lost my love for another previous comfort movie of Revenge of the Nerds used to be an all-time favorite of me, and there's still parts of it I really love, but fucking rapey. Yeah. Um, and, uh, big, uh, yeah, so, but... The two movies that I will watch, and if I'm having a really, really bad time, I will watch them back-to-back, because in a way, the, the two, the combination of the two of them remind me of who I am, which is Adam's Family and Auntie Mame. <gasps> <laughs> You just put those two together. I, I'm like, yes, I this is how I am supposed to yes. be. And I don't make it to the theater with you on Christmas, but I have started throwing Auntie Mame every Christmas. Because uh, $3 Cinema here in Seattle, every every holiday season, they do a big screen showing of Auntie Mame. And there's there's nibbly food and appetizers and wine beforehand. And you can get your Santa photos with this fabulous drag queen. You know, And I, they do the big screen showing and the fabulous gay stunt husband. And I go every year because it is our family movie. Yeah. 
I think maybe that might be part of my my new um You should party. come with us. Well, I could do that too. You could come with us. <laughs> you could join me in looking at the drag queen and going, "Oh, but honey, that jewelry." <laughs> and then they could go look at you. You're well, they're real. They're real. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hated by drag queens everywhere. But here's the deal, everyone, and and I, I always do my spiel. At least it's not an angry Samuel Jackson spiel <laughs> that I'm going to get eaten by a shark. But rawr! Um. Love your movies. Let them love you back, and and don't apologize. Embrace your cliches. Embrace Uh, your cliches. Absolutely. Um, But but don't feel like there's a standard that you have to fit to be a fan or to find things that you love, and just let the things that make you happy make you happy. It doesn't matter what other people think of it. Does it make you happy? Then awesome. That's what it matters. That's what movies are for. They're for love. Yeah, and and. You know, even on the movies that, that we have, you know, wild disagreements over, that, that doesn't affect, you know, my, uh, what I think of your opinion on movies in general, yeah. you know, and, and, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. There is no one so. standing by with a checklist trying to make sure that you are liking the right things. Good enough, fan. That was literally when I, I realized I didn't have to apologize for what I love, that I started being really, really happy with my yeah. life. So anyway. You, you don't um, have to be worried you're going to be judged by the goth cabal. There is, there, there is no goth cabal. It's not like we. <laughs> um, I think it is going to be a three-week break. Um, I do apologize. Um, I have a new school year Unless starting. Unless you want to record early and, and record it's next week. Hard. And, and, uh, no. Something. I don't it's know. There, there may be a three-week break. That's, yeah. I apologize. I'm only going to have one August like this. Yeah. And then, yes. and then, and then life will improve. So yes. there we go. I'm just bringing a, a guest co-host. I'm bringing a, a, a fake gem. You should bring in a fake gem! You should bring in a fake gem? Oh. Bring in Miranda! I should, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yes! Bring in... Jen... The uh, part of right. Jen will be played Play by... Miranda Wolf. Yes! Oh. <laughs> Good work. All right. So, uh, don't read the Latin back in two weeks. I mean, probably. probably. Yeah, I, I, I can find somebody. Maybe. Okay. Thank you for letting me tag along. Yeah, oh, this, what this, a this pleasure it was. And, and, and I'm sure we'll have you back. I, I, I've said before that, that we really need to just do one on, on you know, like essential gothic yes. horror movies. Yes, um, we do. And yes. if we do that, you kind of have to be I have here. to be it's here. It's like contractually obligated. It is. I have it written in <laughs> Yes. All right. See? All right. Well... I'll see you in two weeks, probably. <laughs> Maybe. It sounds like. We'll, 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 you later. we'll see you again at some point. Thanks. To be with you. Bye! Bye! <laughs>